Hi everyone and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Juven and as always coming to you from my bathroom floor. I finally recovered a week later from daylight savings. Really like when are we going to stop that? Most of the world isn't farmers anymore and if you don't know that is why we initially in this country, well, I guess the world, because everywhere in the world does it, started daylight savings so the farmers had more sunlight to farm for their crops when it was nicer weather. That's initially why we started it. But we don't need the extra hour of sunlight for farming purposes anymore. And no one likes it getting dark and depressing at 4 p.m. in the dead of winter. So really, let's abolish daylight savings. It no joke took me a week to recover from the time ta- time change, excuse me. Like last week was brutal. Like I can't even lie to you. I was pretty dead most of the week and it was only one hour. Really, why does it affect us so much? I'm sure there's like a scientific reason and something about our internal clocks, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't really care about that. I just want it gone. And I know some states don't do it. I know parts of Indiana doesn't change their clocks. When can the rest of the world get up to speed with parts of Indiana? That is definitely on the list under things I never thought I'd say. If you've been to Indiana, you'd understand the sentiment. But the fact that it's 2021 and we still spring forward and fall back the clocks, it's highly perplexing. Yes, I still say spring forward and fall back to remember what time of year the clock goes in what direction. Yes, that is premium adulting. But really, let's just stop that. I'm officially, officially over it. And also, I just like to say that it's officially been over a year since the two-week lockdown. The pandemic, corona, everything is a year later, you know, from flattening the curve. So I just want to let everyone know, myself included, that we're doing really, really, really well under the ridiculous circumstances of our life. So really, good job, everybody. You go, Glenn Coco. Pat yourself on the back because you're doing fucking great. Because the world is a clusterfuck, on fire, dumpster fire. 2021 has proven itself to just be 2020 with bangs a continuation of the clusterfuck of 2020. 2021 has not proved itself to be any better in the sense of the world. Personally, on a personal note, my life has gotten better, but that's another story. But yeah, you're doing great. Ridiculous circumstances, but as always, you're killing it. So yesterday was officially the first day of spring, March 20th, and I just need to say I don't understand the months and the seasons. I'll explain. Like, who chose the dates for new seasons and why are they never actually in the proper months? I feel like the official season start is either too early or too late. The official first day of fall is sometimes when it's still hot out, aka should still be summer. The first official day of winter is when it's already been freezing and snowing and possibly, most likely, we've already had a blizzard, so it's been winter for a long time. They just make no sense to me, and whoever made them up needs to revise them. 
But okay, not my point. My point is, New York obviously did not get the memo about spring officially starting. It was spring last week, maybe for like three days, but then it went back to freezing cold. And I'm really just not made for this weather. I need warmth, I need sun, and therefore freckles. So please make it spring in New York. It puts everyone in a much better mood because if we want to admit it or not, seasonal depression is a real thing. Everyone is happier and nicer in the warm weather. So can we just make it happen? I'd like to speak to management about this. Like whoever's in charge, God, just learn to delegate. If you've seen the video, you know that he needs to delegate to Moses. If you haven't seen it, you're missing out. But since I'm in a desperate need of warmth and sun and therefore freckles, I'm taking a two-week vacation from the pod. So after today, the next pod is in April 11th. I know, a two long weeks. Try not to cry about it. Try to be okay without the pod for two weeks, but I need a break. And if I'm going away on vacation, the pod can go on vacation too, because truthfully, the pod is just an extension of me. So try not to take this news too to heart. But two-week vacation, we all could use some sunshine. If you are staying in the cold weather, I am very sorry for you. But I need warmth. So after today, we're going to go on a two-week hiatus. Is hiatus the right word? But then we'll be back. And as always, back and better than ever. I'm officially at the age where I answer an 11 p.m. text at 7 a.m. the next morning. And yes, I used to be like this pre-corona life because I woke up daily at 520 to go to Soul Cycle or Rumble at 6 a.m. You know the drill. But that was going to sleep early and waking up at the crack of dawn by means of necessity. Now, since Corona ruined my workout routine and schedule, which I know partly is my own fault, but that's a different story, I go to bed that early because I'm exhausted. Because as a human, it's hard to function. Because getting old is hard. Because my back hurts for no reason. I get excited about air fryers and I have a favorite burner on the stove. Bottom left for anyone wondering. But... Yes, if you send a text after 10.30 p.m. usually, you're not getting a response till the morning. Or if it's a night I couldn't sleep through the night because insomnia is a bitch and I wake up at 3 a.m., sometimes I send my sleep texts and respond, so you can look out for those as well. But my point is, if something is urgent after 10.30 p.m., You may want to call or text someone else if you need a response before 7 a.m. Because also, my phone is on vibrate. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa. That was a huge misstep. My phone is on silent 24-7. It's probably been this way since 2011. Like, really, the past 10 years. I hate having the sounds on. The vibrate noise drives me insane. Like, really crazy. So, it's always on silent. And I know there's like a feature where you can put certain people on a certain emergency list. And if they call a certain amount of times in, I think, three minutes, it will ring. But to be honest, the only person I would put on that list is my boyfriend. And the truth is, I feel like if there's someone in our relationship having an emergency or needing something urgent, it's me. 
Like, it would be me calling him, not the other way around. Like, trust me, I'm very self-aware and I know how these things work. But my point is, if there's an emergency after 10.30, call someone else. And no, I'm not ignoring you after 10.30 p.m. I'm just old and sleeping. Just don't feel ignored. But another thought that I had, you know, in relation to me needing more sleep because I'm old and exhausted all the time, and I feel like my days get affected because I'm so exhausted sometimes, I realized that you'll have good days, you'll have bad days, you'll have really fucking sad days. Didn't mean to rhyme that, but it did. And you'll have days where you feel awesome, days where you feel like you can conquer the world, you're on top of the world, and you'll have days where it's a mix of all of them. And it's somewhere in between. But on all of those days, you still show up. You show up every day doing the best you can. And sometimes I ask myself why. Why can't I just let myself have a crap day? Why can't I just do the bare minimum? Why can't I just not show up? Why can't I half-ass something? But then I realized I'm just not made that way. I'm not made to not show up. To not try my best. Just the way I'm wired, I guess. But then I realized that most people are like this as well. Most people show up no matter what. Because we are resilient. So I guess we're all in some good company. And I just want to leave with this. I read something this morning that said, you're not struggling. You're simply mid-conquer. And I think that should be my new anthem. My new... um motto, my new way of life. You're not struggling. You're simply mid-conquer. So even though you're exhausted and you need more sleep and every day or some days feel like they're hard and you can't fully show up, just remember you're mid-conquer. You're not finished yet and you'll definitely get there. It's your This week's Sharesplain kind of hits a little close to home, not for the reasons you think, but I will explain that after. If you do not remember what Sharesplaining is, Sharesplaining is when I find a term on the internet, I tell you the definition I find, I give you my definition. If I have a story or something relatable, I'll share that as well. It's pretty straightforward, but God give definition every time, otherwise it wouldn't be a full Sharesplain. This week's share explain is Gatsbying. Yes, Gatsbying, like the book you read in high school, The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Um, it hits close to home because that actually was my favorite, favorite book um, I ever read in high school. I loved the movie. There was an Amazon Prime show um, about Zelda Fitzgerald, his wife, loved it. I love flappers. I love the 1920s. I love that era. So when I saw this term, I definitely had to explain it, share explain it, use it because I love the great Gatsby. So here we go. Gatsbying. This is something that many of us have been guilty of. Cast your mind back to English class. Remember all those opulent parties Gatsby threw just to get Daisy's attention? Now replace those parties with an Instagram story and you've got the idea. A person who is Gatsbying is posting on social media to create the perfect impression in case their special someone is watching. First of all, 
this gave me major thirst trap vibes. If you remember, we share explained thirst trap a long time ago. It's basically when you post something on Instagram or Facebook that, you know, you just start trying to get people's attention. You want their reaction. You want them to comment. You want them to notice you. But it's also like that same concept that we're all just trying to portray ourselves in a certain way on social media. So we really don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Someone can post a picture of them smiling and, you know, with a caption, I love my life while they're crying in bed. Someone can show you, you know, the highlight reels of their life, but not the real thing. So when I saw this term, it gave me major thirst trap vibes, but also like you're giving off this impression of something you're not sometimes. No one's perfect. I know social media can make us feel like other people are perfect and we're not. It can make us feel less than or not up to date, you know, but it's not true. Um, I thought gatsbing was a cute term. I guess it also shows you how desperate we all are for interaction and recognition and other human contact that we would go so out of our way to get someone to notice us. Which brings it back to Corona. We're all just desperate for human attention. Now life is going back to normal because to an extent because people are vaccinated and they're seeing each other more and all that. But we all just really want to connect with other people and be surrounded by people and feel loved and everything. So I don't know. I like this share explain. Um, Just another reminder that the pod is going on vacation for two weeks. The next pod after this will be on April 11th, which is crazy because it's only March 21st. So we'll literally be in a new month and hopefully everywhere in the world will have really warm weather by then because it will officially be spring for about two weeks. Um, I'm going on vacation. I really hope to get some sun and warmth and lots and lots and lots of freckles. So I will see you guys in two weeks. And by see, I mean you will hear my voice again on the pod in two weeks. So as always, drink your coffee, mind your business, wash your hands, do your squats, and as always, stay far, far away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation, and thanks for listening.